Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad bit games and if you like what you hear please consider dropping us a five-star review on itunes and if you really really like us consider dropping a buck our way over at patreon.com slash bad bit so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr Kyle stevenson how are you sir doing fantastic <laughs> yeah uh, i'm gonna let the listeners know right now in case it bleeds through the audio they're just, they're doing an Olympics upstairs. Dude. I don't know what my nieces are doing, but they're stomping around, going for a gold medal in, I don't know, <laughs> like the office with the yogurt lids. Yeah. They're yeah. competing for those kind of medals. I have no idea why. It sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like almost like, for me, when I hear it in, in my headphones, it sounds like a horror movie where like, you hear the pattering upstairs, you're like, they're in the building. <laughs> Yeah, the Babadook is coming after me. Somewhere. The Babadook. Hey, by the way, before we talk about all the like the PlayStation stuff, you yeah. got me a really awesome gift that meant a lot to I did. me. Many yeah. of them. So yeah. if you if video version, if you're in your car, pull over or you know whatever, just do what you got to do. Right? <laughs> it's a quarantine. We're all trying to do something to survive. Uh, you got me a Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. a Bloodborne, yeah. uh, God of War. And yeah. Last of Us, right? No, no Spider Man. Sorry, Spider Man yeah. PS One styled cases. Yeah. So these are all PS Four games. Yeah. But like they're in the PlayStation One Jewel uh, case that you could get yeah. like on Etsy, right? That's where you got it. Yeah, that's where I got them on Etsy. I have some of them as well back there. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to get you the games where I know brought you into PlayStation, and yeah. they they define your PlayStation love so like yeah i'm happy enjoy them they look great and here's the thing ironically my favorite one is not bloodborne my favorite I, oh, one can i tell you it's horizon right yeah it's, it's such a good cover it's such a good cover it's, it's so, so good. freaking good a close second is the god of war one because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i think that one just it, it fits so perfectly yeah again like they're they're all terrific cases so thank you so much that's anytime man yeah. if if people if people want it i'll tweet out the link yeah if he still has them because they they are real there's there were other ones like i they have resident evil Ooh. and i was like i thought about it but they're not like playstation exclusives right yeah yeah, yeah. that doesn't so, make too much sense yeah, i mean yeah. i can't wait for like the playstation 5 games like demon like the the remake of demon the souls demon and souls, like yeah. ratchet and clank you know rift apart like the uh, people are so creative way more creative than we'll ever be right <laughs> because what i'm trying to get at yeah but listen there's a lot to talk about today Okay, we got more drama about the PlayStation 5 exclusive question mark Spider-Man Miles Morales bundling with maybe possibly Spider-Man PS4 remaster. We're talking about Cuphead coming to the PlayStation 4, Fall Guys dropping onto PlayStation Plus, and of course, Marvel's Avengers War Table discussion. But before we get into all that, we usually talk about what you've been playing, but mm-hmm. because, a lo- oh, and we're also talking about Ghost of Tsushima sales and updates, yeah. but because there's so many games that we're playing right now that are actually in the news, we're going to actually sprinkle what you've been playing throughout the show. So, and of course, before we go and square up the news, I do have to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash badbit. Your generosity this month has been out of this world, and I couldn't appreciate 
your generosity enough. Of course, if we've gotten you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, or this whole quarantine business, it would definitely mean a lot. Go over to patreon.com slash badbit. Support the show at any tier you're comfortable with. And of course, I'd like to thank our newest silver member, the Winter Gamer, and our newest gold member, Gavin Gottfried. And speaking of gold members, thank you, Griffin West, Robbie Bobby Miller himself. Thank you all. And our silver plus members, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey himself, and Tim Ulf. Thank you all so much for supporting the show the way you do. It keeps the lights on and makes us sound good and afford these awesome mics that we got right now. Seriously, it means so much to us, and I couldn't be more grateful for your support. But with that, let's get into some plate. But with that, let's get into some PlayStation news. Kyle, it's time to square up the news. First story comes from Brianna Reeves over at PlayStation Lifestyle. She writes, Spider-Man Miles Morales may be bundled with remastered Marvel's Spider-Man. Following the reveal of Spider-Man Miles Morales at last month's PS5 event, Insomniac had plenty to clarify. First and foremost, the Miles Morales content is a standalone adventure, not a full sequel. But it seems Insomniac and Sony will soon have even more explaining to do. Reportedly, Sony will bundle Miles Morales with a remastered version of Marvel's Spider-Man. The latest issue of Game Informer magazine, number 327, makes note of the bundle in a section about Miles' forthcoming adventure. Reddit user 77good123 shared an image of a blurb from the issue that reads, quote, Miles Morales isn't a traditional sequel, since it comes bundled with a remastered version of Insomniac Spider-Man that takes full advantage of the PS5 hardware, end quote. As of writing, neither Sony nor Insomniac have shared plans to bundle the two games together. Moreover, there's no official word on whether the original Spider-Man title will receive a remaster for the PS5. Talk of this in Game Informer's latest issue suggests one of two things. Either such a bundle is in the works and Sony is simply waiting to offer more details, or Game Informer misunderstood a bit of info along the way. Given the confusion that already surrounds the Miles Morales standalone, the former seems especially plausible. The formal announcement of a bundle would also necessitate, necessitate excuse me, the reveal of pricing details for the game. Because Sony has yet to share the PS5's price point, first-party game pricing may be waiting in the wings, too, if the rumored state-of-play date of August 6th proves true. Perhaps we'll learn something more concrete then. Just perhaps. Now, here's the thing about this game, right? We're both hyped for it. But the one thing that I constantly keep hearing on the internet is that all this game is is DLC. It's not a real game, quote unquote. It's, you know, though Insomniac has come out and said this is a standalone experience. We have that PlayStation exec saying that the story Mm -hmm. is anywhere between five to ten hours. uh, And a lot of people have problems with that. Although the original story was about 15 to 20 hours. So it seems like the story may be somewhere cut in half for miles. Having this news here, or at least this leak coming from Game Informer, Kyle, mm-hmm. I want to note something. Game Informer yeah. may have, may, put an asterisk, misunderstood a bit of info along the way. They're a print publication still. So I, I know as, you know, my, my, my sister-in-law worked in, uh, in, uh, journalism, uh, paper journalism. And, The whole thing was about deadlines. So, you know, they could have printed something and now in a month from now have to print a retraction or Mm -hmm. take a step back and going, whoa, 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 
we misunderstood. We we you know uh, we misread what Sony was delivering us with the PlayStation Five materials they gave us. But what do you think this is? Is this a gaff from Game Informer, or do you think that this game is okay? Since it's a smaller experience, they're going to go okay, gang. Here's also you know like let's just say there's thirty dollars quote unquote of content in this Morales game. Mm-hmm. Let's just give you. Spider-Man PS4 remastered, and we're talking from the ground up, like the engine and everything. You can swing as fast as you want. An extra suit here or there for Peter. And we're going to bundle it together for 60 bucks and hope people aren't like pissed off about that. What do you think this is? Is, is this a mis- like a misunderstanding, or is this a misdirection from from gamers and expectations? Um. It's hard to describe because when this first was announced the day after, there was that thing going around that, yes, there is going to be a Spider-Man PS4 remaster on PS5. Yeah. And this would be either woven into the story somehow and it'd just be one big package. Mm-hmm. But then they came back, you know, standalone. And, which, by the way, if you are mad over a standalone Spider-Man game, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, three words or four words Uncharted The Lost Legacy <laughs> is. One of the best Uncharted games, bar none, right. and that was a DLC standalone game. Yeah. Um, first but, yeah, Light, I, from what I hear, is First fantastic. Light, too. Better than the Absolutely. game itself in a standalone That's fantastic. DLC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think there might be some misunderstanding going around because the information is so murky and it's coming out so weird. Like, I don't understand how both big names, Microsoft and Sony... Their messaging, it just seems so disorganized when yes. it comes to their biggest games and franchises. Like, it's a Nintendo even as well for their lack of talking. Like, it just, <laughs> it seems so weird Yeah, going into the next generation. So, I think it was just a misunderstanding. I think it is a standalone thing. Uh, that is, I also fully believe that there is going to be a Spider-Man PS4 remaster. Yeah. Like, that was their thing to show off the loading speeds mm-hmm. on PS5. Like, it, that would not shock me yeah. at all. I think for this, I think it could be a misunderstanding that they had to print it out or, you yeah. know, they had a deadline at the end of end of that, uh, that conference to get out there and get these magazines printed. And they printed that out because, yeah, like the day after, Insomniac came out going, no, this is a standalone game. This is no DLC. This is a separate story in, in this Marvel Spider-Man universe, our universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I with that, I do believe that really it could go either way. This could be all we know, just a DLC. It took two years to make this game, to craft this game. Although they had, you know, the engine, characters, assets that they could just throw into this game. Um, you know, they still had to make that story. They just still have to craft levels and new mechanics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So for me, I am expecting walking in a seven to ten hour experience. But also, even if this game is like a five, ten hour quote unquote DLC that could be on a PlayStation 4 as well. This is still way better in terms of, like, launch titles that we get anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, to to go back on what you were saying about the Halo uh, reveal, right? How both these companies have kind of done not a great job at kind of marketing these big tempo titles that are supposed to sell these consoles. You know, Halo took hits because of half of a frame (laughs) of a brute, right? right? Craig the Brute. 
hashtag Craig the Brute. I love it. But, like, you know, we saw, like, oh, this doesn't look next-gen from what we were hearing uh, or what we were, you know, quote-unquote being promised, though I don't believe that you know, wholeheartedly. You know, both, both games that are launching these consoles both have like their crosses to bear sort of sort of feeling is like they both have something to prove and to me this this has also been kind of blown out of out of proportion in terms of like puddle gate remember puddle gate uh yeah it's like stupidest argument i've ever heard yeah it was like a few days i mean we were covering it we were baffled by it we're just like it's a puddle and it's been moved and but you're saying it's what yes i think at, at this point like if you are deep into listening to video game podcasts and co- and watching the coverage of video games and watching E3 trailers, hmm. you know that the first E3 trailers usually are different from the end product. Right. It doesn't matter what game it is. It always changes. Like, I, I think about when Breath of the Wild was first shown off. That is not what the end product looked like at all. <laughs> right. But Still you don't really hear... Game, though. Yeah, you really don't hear people complaining about that at all. Uh, at least from my secluded, not really focused on Nintendo circle, yeah. but like it's it happens. Mm-hmm. So it just like fighting over a puddle like that <laughs> was just ridiculous. Well, here, okay, so here's the question though: What if it is DLC, right? Like, I mean, the, the reason why I fight against it that place. I mean, they could bundle Spider Man in there for all they know for newcomers, but mm-hmm. like. There's just a rumor or, or a patent Sony filed for machine learned super sampling, something similar to what Microsoft's doing with their backwards compatible game. So it looks like Sony's going to be doing something similar on the PlayStation 5. Again, knock on wood, because that sounds awesome. Yeah. So, like, what if this is just a DLC, really a $30, $40 game? How would that feel to you that, like, oh, I'm. Should I go out there buy a five hundred dollar console for this thirty dollar game type of thing? Oh yeah. Um, like, does it justify? Like, how would that make? How would that make you feel? Would it make you feel nice? <laughs> I mean, personally, for me, I think it would feel great. Like yeah. the, the new Spider Man game. Yeah, I think that justifies it. Uh, no matter how big or long it is, because like what she said. Damn it! Uh, I go back to my PS4 launch. The first game I booted up was Resogun. Right. And that's a small arcadey type title, so I, I think it. If you see a game that speaks to you, no matter how big or small, it's justified. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I'm such an easy lay on this as well because, like, all I need is the Enter the Spider Verse suit. Like, right? once yeah. you see that, you know I'm going to start crying. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. game got me out of the worst depression of my life. So, like mm-hmm. that, or the movie rather. So, like, I'm just gonna ball, but like. Yeah, like that's all I need and to to get in. Now, do you think that there's a possibility that this game also comes to the PlayStation 4 as well? I yeah. do. Yeah. I yeah, it's especially <clears throat> since it seems like it's a natural progression mm-hmm. to the PS4 story. I can totally see it being having a a scaled down version for lack right. of a better word for PS4 owners. Okay. Okay. Um, can I can I add a little wrinkle into this? Oh, no, go I was for thinking it. Yes. About this this game informer misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. What if, in order to get it out in a timely fashion, right? What if they know what is being presented in this state of play in the first week of August to get ahead of it, so that way that month's issue is not behind what the news that is already out there. 
So what if also in that issue they mm. detail all the other announcements of the PS5 and we just haven't seen that yet? Uh, I wouldn't put it past them because yeah, right? it's print journalism. Like, um, uh, I wouldn't put it past them because we've seen that before. Like right yeah. now, actually, the Avengers thing. Uh, there's already a ton of information out. Like five minutes after the event, so mm-hmm. we can assume that IGN had this a day or two beforehand. Yeah. Got to analyze it, do the bullet points or square gave them the bullet points to put out there as well um you also see that in print media as well when you're talking about obituaries of famous people or -hmm. people running for president or people who might get picked for vp uh Mm -hmm. you'll have people who are like they'll be like okay so (laughs) rest in peace regis but like that obituary the first like ap probably had that written years ago so just have the snippet to be first out there. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that from from like you know IG going, hey, bam, here's here's everything we know. I wouldn't expect it from them though. I would expect it from a GameSpot or an IGN, something that's internet based mm-hmm. and not print media based. So like mm-hmm. I I would guarantee that IGN would have that right up for sure. I would I would say that it, I would expect it from Game Informer because it is. It is tied to GameStop, mm. and they want to make sure that people go out there and, and go shop at their stores. I think the, I think it would be if yeah. the PlayStation 5 is the cover. Who says it isn't? I mean, that's right. Who knows? Right? So who, like, whose hands have been shaken, you know? I don't know. That's a good... Shu, Shu, Shuei's going around. Dude, Shuei Herman is going is going around. Yeah. That's a great point. Any any last comments on this? Because I feel like at this point, it's just like, you know, I don't want to make a video on it or like talk any yeah. much further because mm-hmm. in a week or two, we're going to find out what everything is. I hope so. You know, like I, I wouldn't be so, surprised yeah. knowing PlayStation, how they want to screw with us sometimes that we'll come out with the podcast the next right? day would be like, hey, stay to play today <laughs> you yep, know just exactly. to screw with a little old bad that, bit that seems like the curse of any playstation podcast yes it, it, it's always like after any podcast goes up mm-hmm. then the news happens like either immediately afterwards or within 12 hours yeah um yeah i hope we know everything soon but like when it comes to miles morales uh, the the standalone game no matter what you tell me about length of game quality of game i'm, here I'm for playing it, it. yeah I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. It's day one, no matter what. Yeah. So like, no matter if there's a Craig the Brute that shows up, I don't care. Don't <laughs> Miles care. takes off the mask, and it's <laughs> actually just Craig the Brute. <laughs> uh, did I share this yeah. with you? But there was a image of someone put Craig the Brute in, with the Kratos. Yep, tattoo. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. When I'm... <laughs> Whereas Kratos with with Atreus and Atreus' face was just Craig the Brute. Honestly, how stupid that outrage is, the memes have been worth it. And I do like that, like, Uh 343, a little bit of Xbox in here, have been playing around with it, like, even named the meme. So, like, good on them for, like, keeping it positive. But please, 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 next time you show that game, you got to hit it out of the park. Same with Mods. With that, Kyle, let's get to the next story. A uh, friend of the show, Adam Bankhurst from IGN writes, Ghost of Tsushima is PS4's fastest-selling first-party original IP debut. Ghost of Tsushima has become PlayStation 4's fastest-selling first-party original IP debut with over 2.4 million units sold through go- globally. God, Kyle, words. 
in the first three days following its July 17th, 2020 release date. PlayStation's Twitter revealed the news marking the milestone for Sucker Punch's first game since Infamous Second Son and First Light. For comparison, Horizon Zero Dawn sold over 2.6 million units in its first two weeks of sale. You could also I put. In oh, you want me to continue? Yeah, yeah. we okay. could. We could. In, in addition, together, yeah. this comes from Wesley LeBlanc from IGN. Ghost of Tsushima update brings new difficult, additional accessibility options to the game. An update for Ghost of Tsushima will bring a new lethal difficulty mode and more accessibility options for reading text and more forgiving combat intensity. This update, patch 1.05, brings a new lethal difficulty to the game and accessibility options that lower the intensity of the combat. The patch also brings some text changes to Ghost of Tsushima as well. Depending on when you're seeing this, the update available now. Quote, later today, patch 1.05 for hashtag Ghost of Tsushima will be released, adding new lethal difficulty, a new option for lower intensity combat, and new text settings. End quote. A tweet from Sucker Punch reads, new difficulty level, lethal. Enemy weapons are more deadly, but Jin's katana is also more deadly. Enemies are more aggressive in combat. Enemies detect you faster and tighter parry and dodge windows. Lower intensity combat. Lower intensity mode is meant to maintain the heart and feel of Ghost of Tsushima combat while relaxing several timing specific elements. Combat is less intense, giving you more time to react. Stealth settings are more forgiving and enemies take longer to detect you. Text changes. Large text option increases text size of subtitles, mission objectives, and interact prompts by 150% when enabled. Added option to turn speaker name off when subtitles are enabled. New subtitle text color options in addition to white, yellow, blue, red, and green. That was very hard with you mocking samurai killing (laughs) in the corner of my eye. That was an intense fight, and I had to stab yeah, the invisible intruder twice. From what from what I saw, that was that was tough, dude. Was I was doing battle. little flips with my wrist and everything. <laughs> like I was borderline like the 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 what is it like the real life Jedi guy? Have <laughs> you ever seen that? Uh, oh man. Okay. All all that aside, fake ninjas aside, uh, or samurai yeah. aside, this is awesome news for mm-hmm. two reasons. So first. Let's talk about the sales. Uh, yeah. 2.6 million units in three oh, yeah. days. How, uh, 2.4. Oh, sorry. 2.4 in three days compared to Horizon Zero Dawn's 2.6 million in two weeks. Yeah. Also, the one that comes off the top of my head. How many days has it been since Bloodborne? I can't tell you right now because I'm in the <laughs> middle of a vamp. But 2 million units, I believe, in two weeks. Um, this is awesome news for Ghost, it's man. Great. What, what's and your, I'm happy like, to be wrong. Yeah, I think last week or before release, I I didn't think it would sell mm-hmm. as well as Horizon because I, I felt like not a lot of people dig Samurais. I'm completely wrong. I'm happy that I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but this is this is awesome. I think also part of it is another new PlayStation exclusive. While everyone is kind of in quarantine in the stable yeah. world, let me um, ask you a question. You think this yeah. is going to have better legs than Horizon Zero Dawn? Ooh. Like, where do you see this at falling, falling at the end of the day? Like, like, will it overtake Horizon in sales? Yeah. Because Horizon's about, if I'm not mistaken, 10 or 11 million, right? Yeah. Just ballparking. What if, man, I would say probably, mm. strictly because if you buy a PS5 and if you can play this on your PS5 this holiday, 
I think that will drive more sales as well. I mm. think Horizon might even get more of an uptick when Forbidden West comes closer. And you can play that on your PS5, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I think for Ghost of Tsushima, I do think... Oh, I pronounced it right, and I didn't even have to think about it. Look at me. Nice. Uh, I think it's going to sell really well. I think this is a huge indicator for Sony that like people are thirsty for this type of mm-hmm. experience. And also, it kind of speaks to the work that Sucker Punch has gone in, because if I'm not mistaken, they are one of the smallest studios Sony has, like less than 100 yeah. people. So it goes to show the level of commitment that they had to this game, and I love to see that that work getting getting its, its due. At the same exact time, I don't know how it's going to sell, because there is that question mark, and I think it's why we haven't seen a state of play yet, is because they don't want to dampen like The Last of Us Part Two or mm. Ghost of Tsushima because they want to. Oh my God, second time, because they want to make sure like the first few weeks they get as much sales as possible before they ramp up the 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 talk on PlayStation Five. So yeah. I think this game's gonna do really well. I think this mm-hmm. is a huge indicator that we're going to see more of Ghost of Tsushima really soon yeah. uh, as like probably their next game. And again, I want to see how this thing runs on PS5. If that super sampling rumor is right, because the game's already gosh dang beautiful. Oh, beautiful. The The load times are insane for an open world game. Um, it's like it is that SSD, what I'm imagining fast, but probably even faster on PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game is gorgeous. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to yeah. see what it would look like on a PS5. And uh, I, I, have you ch- have you checked out these what, these options yet? I have actually, and okay. Lethal doesn't play around. You will die really, really fast. My, my question for you: uh-huh. Can I fine tune that and only? Because like, what I want is want to play on my. My difficulty that I'm on now, because mm-hmm. combat is still challenging for me. Yeah, but I want to up the stealth. Get Will that let me fine tune me that yet or no? No, this okay. is so like, uh, and, and this is where we get to what you've been playing. I yeah. love Ghost of Tsushima so freaking much. It is right now my game of the year. Um, I just it's I'm having so much fun with it. It's one of the games where I wanted to play it again after I platinumed it, and. I feel like this lethal mode is a great start, but I would rather like a new game plus where I could start with my armor and, you know, start back from the beginning and unlock everything again. So unfortunately it's not as their accessibility mode isn't as in depth as the last of us was. So you can't really fine tune stealth as much, but with lethal, it does make it so that stealth is the big option, the option you want to choose, especially when you get into late game, um, that's what you really want. So I can't wait to see people who have set this setting on, made a new chapter or a new file, started playing, and where they're going to be. Like seeing the clips of like Sunshi mm-hmm. Legend out there, like they're <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, I do like the text changes because uh, like even with someone who doesn't have you know not the best vision in the world, but like you know isn't isn't impaired that way. Um, it is awesome to see them go okay yeah like these texts need to be need to be uh uh, um need to be better but unfortunately that isn't the case now we do have a question from a viewer and you can send in your questions over at ps trophy room or the casa de bad bit discord server this question comes in from 
and they write in, I still haven't beaten Ghost of Tsushima yet, but loving it so far. That being said, it is missing two features. Does it track how many hours you've played and there is no new game plus? Are these features important to you guys? How important is a game tracker to you, Kyle? Uh, it, weirdly enough, yeah. I've been wanting that more and more lately. Same. Same. Um, I think the last two big games I played, Last of Us Part Two and Final Fantasy VII Remake, both have those in-game clocks. Yeah. So it's I, I kind of like to see how much time I put into it, and so that way when we hop on here and people ask, oh, how far are you into this game? I can say an hour marker. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that's a cool feature, and I want that to be standard across everything. Yeah, um, I forget at least who, the big at least the big games. Like I don't need a indie game tracker, right? I think I forget stuff. who who showed me this, but it was in a Twitch chat. You can have a tracker for your PSN. Oh yeah, it's called like okay. PS4 tracker. It's a bot. You add it as a friend, and then you oh. log into the website while you're offline. It'll track the games you're playing and how long you're playing them, but yeah. it won't go back in time. So, like, if I played Ghost of Tsushima, I wouldn't be... I, I wouldn't have, like, all the time I've I've garnered. It'll it'd be just, a new game. It'll be a new game. So, yeah, I think a new game tracker would be awesome. For just any game. You could put it in any game. It's just cool, because I would like to see the progress I've made, not so much of, like... Oh my god, I can't believe I put 45 hours in the ghost. It's more like, yeah. oh, I put 45 hours in the ghost. That's how long it took me. So that when we have these conversations of like, how long's the story? How long can I get like the meat of this game? I can give you guys a definitive answer rather than, yeah. I think it's about this much, you know? Yeah, because if you were going to ask me right now what hour story I'm in, I have no idea because I've been cleaning up the map as I go down. Yeah. So, like, I, I've probably been doing more of that than story at yeah. this point. I, I got so far into the clearing everything out that when I was at the final mission, uh, or not even, like, when I was at the final act, I was already decked out in everything. Like, yeah. Like, just maybe one focus and one or two, like, health things, but, like, I was... Dunzos. Like I was, I just got to Act Two, the beginning of it, and yeah. my katana is already max at max. Same. It's almost there. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like it's going to be a little broken for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that'll catch up to me by the time I progress through the story. Perhaps. Now we will Perhaps. be doing a road to greatness once Kyle finishes Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super pumped. I can't wait to talk to you about all the things, Kyle. All the gosh dang things. Uh, that said, one more bit is with Nagachaka's question here. Nagachaka. New Game Plus. Is it yeah. important to you? Not. I'm not like pining for New Game Plus. Okay. Um, if it's there, great. Yeah. But I, I. Let's see. The last one I did was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. And last was Part 2, but that was necessary for Platinums. Right. But I, I don't find myself thinking you know what i'm gonna start a new game plus for god of war right like i'm I'm not it's not itching at me to like all right i want to go see i want to play this game on harder difficulties right it's not like a bloodborne situation where i was on new game plus 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 (laughs) does it keep adding the pluses no no, but like people like when when you're on the reddit like thing like instead of going new game plus and then like maybe with a little five so they they know they'll actually type out plus 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 oh my god (laughs) i'm I'm so sorry for the noise oh oh, don't worry about it they're in the room (laughs) 
they're upstairs. <laughs> but with that, Kyle, yeah. here's the next the next story on on, uh, on the on the board for us. What? What's wrong? Oh, you just you're just mad. They're you're just so like, loud. Yeah, it's quarantine, man. People understand. Even if like, listen, podcasters, okay, people listening in your cars, we're all living with each other. We're like, it's just it's been five months, and if you can't understand, you know what's going on. I'm sorry. But life happens, okay? My mother yeah. yells down the stairs all the time. You know, it's just something we got to go get through. You know, we're all they should be in school. That's what it is, Kyle. We should just open no. the schools up. No, <laughs> as a teacher, no. Well, with that though, like if it's a new game plus, instead of just moving yes. on to the next story, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, there's certain games like Bloodborne. This I would have loved one, but I think you're right as well. Like I'm not pining for it for every game. And also, if you're a developer, I was actually listening to Watch, Play, Listen, and, um, oh my god, John Bethel was talking about... I thought, Mike oh, Bethel. Mike Bethel, thank you. He was talking about, dude, it's already hard hard enough to get people to beat your games, rather than yeah. letting making them, you know, play it again. So, I don't think it's on the tops of every developer's mind, mm-hmm. but it is on some, and I think those games, it, it, it does matter. Honestly, I think that's one cool thing about trophies, is if it's tied to a trophy, and if I love your game that much... I absolutely am going to take the time to hop into New Game Plus. Yeah. I, I'm not saying every game needs it, but I think it would be... It's a nice option to have. Yeah. Yeah. With that, Kyle, let's talk about the next story on the list, and it's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> Aaron Garst from GameSpot writes, Cuphead is out now on PS4. Cuphead, the fight against the devil side-scroller that made waves in 2017, is finally launching on PS4 today. Studio MDHR announced the news in an interview during the Summer Games Fest. Cuphead will be available on the PlayStation Store for $20. Cuphead launched as an Xbox One and PC exclusive after Microsoft partially funded the development by Canada-based studio MDHR. It's since launched on both Nintendo Switch and Tesla's suite of electric vehicles. PlayStation fans have been clamoring for a release since the game originally launched. A new DLC dubbed The Delicious Last Course was announced in 2018 and then delayed to 2020. Studio MHDR released a 30-second teaser trailer showing off some new features that are coming with the DLC, including playable character Miss Chalice and her double jump, abilities to acquire and enemies to slaughter, and levels and environments ripe for exploration. The studio said it would have more to say about the DLC in the coming months to all platforms. On day one as well. So when the delicious last course comes out, it will be same day PS or PS5 at this point. Or sorry, PlayStation platform, Xbox platform, Nintendo yeah. platform. There you go. We're at that point. So on the same day, which is pretty awesome. And to see this game come to PlayStation, my question to you, are you a bit surprised? Because everybody kind of thought that Microsoft owned the IP, but it's MDHRs completely. Mm-hmm. So are you surprised yeah. that it came? Uh, kind of. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a weird reasoning, but the fact that it came to Tesla cars before <laughs> PlayStation... <laughs> is is a thing like I never expected it to come to PlayStation because cars got it first. I mean, Elon Musk money, you know? And also, that's not... I mean, you don't want to play any game while you're driving. No, no. (laughs) You know, only when you're watching the show. You can watch the show while you're driving. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Don't actually do that. That's a joke. Please. I'm not liable. I just said don't don't do it, okay? Uh, But, like, that's the... Like, if I'm parked in a car, that's going to give me road rage when I'm on the road. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah, 
It's just something for Elon to stroke his his you know his ego at. You know his yep. ego's gone way too far. But with that said, yeah, I kind of just like thought for a while. I was just, I was just like, well, they must have some type of exclusive deal that like you know since Microsoft partially funded it that maybe they gotta like go hello uh, yeah hi. <laughs> we'd yeah. like to put you know our game this there and the other place. But it's cool to see that it comes to PlayStation. And now with the TV show, it kind of does make perfect sense that you want mm-hmm. this game on as many places as possible when you have a Netflix TV show, and they're going to have a Netflix TV show. So it's crazy. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Are you going to double dip? Because I, I believe you said you, you, you bought this game on Switch, right? Yes, I have it on Switch. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to double dip on PlayStation. Okay. I, I like the feeling of playing it on the Switch. I think that's like the perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably not, but it's cool that it's there. Yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome to see people on PlayStation getting to experience this game for the first time, or even Absolutely. people going, I love these guys so much, I am buying it again. <laughs> you know, like that is, yeah. that's awesome to see that there's so much love for this developer. <laughs> so again, go out there, go buy Cuphead. It is freaking freakantastic With that, Kyle, yeah. let's get to... Uh, well, actually, should we prepare the drop right here? Uh, sure. Yeah. Prepare the drop. There has been two new games hitting PlayStation Plus for the month of August. The first game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. And the second game, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Yes! Kyle, could you please read the description of Fall Guys? Yeah. Survive a series of hilarious challenges until one victor remains in this colorful 60-person online multiplayer party game. Test your mettle in brutal free-for-alls or co-op challenges where only the winning team advances to the next round. Bend, bounce, and bash your way through hilarious physics-based obstacles, from smashing through doors to balancing on massive seesaws to racing up mountains riddled with traps. Add a touch of style to your Fall Guy by customizing them with everything from classy pineapple couture to flattering prehistoric fashion. <laughs> and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. All right, you know what it is. It's fine. <laughs> no Russian or no Fall Guy. <laughs> with that, Kyle, listen, I got a question yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Fall Guys, what is this game? Because everybody in the Discord wants to make like a play date out of this when this game yeah. comes out. Because this is similar to Rocket League. It's launching on the 4th. It is going to be available on PlayStation Plus on the 4th as well. Yeah. So, tell me what this game is, because you've been playing it even before the show. You're like, Joe, I gotta play, I gotta play Fall Guys Because <laughs> they equally... Yeah. A shout-out to Fall Guys game on Twitter, yeah. the, the official Twitter account, because they're like, we totally didn't open up the, the servers for the next hour and a half, so please don't tweet this out. Don't let anybody know. <laughs> and then we hopped on thinking it was like an internal test, because I think that was in the tweet. It was an internal test. And no, everyone can play. So it's like, okay, no, I gotta get it in. I yeah. have that itch yeah. for it. So like, this does a decent job of explaining what this game is. It is 60 people. It is like one of those um, TV shows like MXC back in the day mm-hmm. and Wipeout and today with okay. these obstacle courses and stuff and it's like 60 people enter one only wins people get eliminated every single round um it is a cool very easy to play 
like obstacle platformer battle royale That's so where it's just a button to jump a button to dive <laughs> and then a button to grab people or grab ledges and grab things that you need to interact with for certain mini games yeah um this game is so addicting yeah it is so much fun the costumes are amazing they're all so cute and adorable this- I'm going to go out on a limb here, Joe. Oh, shit. Okay. This game is going to be huge and might even be bigger than Rocket League. Whoa. Whoa. For the simple fact. Okay. Rocket League. Sucks. (laughs) It does not suck. I'm only kidding Robbie Bobby Miller. I'm only kidding Robbie Bobby. I love Rocket League. (laughs) Rocket League takes... This is going to sound like a disservice to Fall Guys, and I don't mean this at all. Rocket League takes a lot of skill. Okay. There's a lot of button impresses, That's a true. lot of techniques and stuff you need to do. This one is just like if you fall down, you better try to get up and jump and 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 like it is so accessible to everybody to play. Mm. It's three buttons, uh, the left joystick moves. This is like a good like play with your kids, play with your family, play with Absolutely. Your... If you yeah. fail, you fail hilariously. Mm. You fail you enjoy when you fail. Sometimes when you fail it adds it helps you out. Like there's mm. ones with like spinning rotors. Mm-hmm. And like I, I missed a jump, I tripped over it, but then it came around and it flung me forward ahead of like twenty people. So like sometimes it helps you, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, like it is all about just having fun. And when you do get eliminated, you want to keep watching to see <laughs> who makes it. how how they do. Yeah, it's kind of like, like that marble so game good. I see on Twitch as well, where like you see people get eliminated, but for some reason your eyes are just like addicted to this marble yeah. going down the cylinder. This, <laughs> Game is going to be huge. Okay, it's I mean massive. I mean, I would, I would, I would hate to argue with you because seeing the Twitch numbers, it was yeah. it, it it topped Fortnite at a certain yeah, point, like over. It, it was number two behind just chatting. Yeah, over the weekend, and their Twitter account it was on fire that entire weekend. Yeah, it was. You could yeah. totally see like the personality behind that social media account. God bless mm-hmm. you. You're doing shoes mm-hmm. work, but yeah, I'm super pumped. This comes out again like August fourth. August fourth. So that is what? Is that a Friday? Tuesday. Tuesday. So what if we do on August 7th? Maybe, well, I don't know. August 7th is another big day. We'll get into it in a second. Why is that? Why is that? Oh, shoot. We got so many things to do then. Yeah. Next week is going to be crazy. If uh, the state of play happens, like it's going to be a big week for PlayStation. Okay. Okay. How about on the 6th? A Thursday night. Okay. We, Thursday night game night. Hell yeah. Trophy room, come over, we're going to play Absolutely. together. I know, like, right now you can't do custom games, right? It's only four. You can't. So what you can do is um, you can have teams of up to four. Okay. So you can go into a tournament, which is what they call their matches, um, with up to four friends. Okay. But it's still free for all. Like if you if you go in as right. a team, <laughs> if they're team based mini games, mm-hmm. you'll be on the same team. But, but when it comes all. to the end, I'm gonna try to knock you off the edge. Okay. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna you know me with platformers. I'm not getting anywhere. <laughs> I did get a win over the weekend during the beta and I immediately shut it out. Like, <laughs> is this what it feels like to win a battle royale? Is this what Joe feels like in Apex and Fortnite? Yeah, yeah. I like this feeling. I know. Isn't it good? I'll go pro in Fall Guys. Don't <laughs> test me. <laughs> Esports teams, they'll be begging for you, dude. So, yeah. okay. Thursday, uh, that's August 6th. 
We're going to have a little Fall Guys stream, community game night. Yeah. Uh, we'll be taking turns. We'll alternate. How about that? Yep. Okay. Works that makes sense. And then so anybody join the Casa Day Bad Bit Discord server. This sounds like fun to you. I have a little game night out of it. It's going to be nice. Yeah. We'll, again, twitch.com slash badbit, I believe. So Twitch.tv. Oh, sorry. Twitch.tv. <laughs> shows you how good of a streamer I am. I'll send you to the wrong Twitch.com brings you back to like the old HTML JavaScript pages, like MySpace. Yeah. With like the rotating images. What was your song? On MySpace? On MySpace? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even... It was so long ago. Probably Lincoln Park. Yeah, I was thinking end. I was thinking minutes to midnight. <laughs> right? Just <laughs> bleed it out because that's what I'm feeling right now. It's my soul. I'm feeling it. Yeah. I also remember I had like an Obama like hope background, you know? Simpler mm. times back then. God, remember remember top ten list of friends? Oh no, the, the it was top eight. ten friends. It was, wasn't it eight? Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, that was that was a fucking debacle. It was a, it was a big deal if I cracked into someone's top eight. Oh my god, dude! It was like I'd be like, listen, no offense, you're my ninth. Like, <laughs> listen, I put James listen. at eight because if he's not there, he's gonna freak. Okay, Tommy, you know what I mean? Uh, on the opposite, things. like I'll totally go on the snack line <laughs> to get you some chai or sour cream chips. <laughs> you just let me know if you you can guarantee me, guarantee me a space in your top five. Yeah. Those chips are yours. Yep. My my personal worth (laughs) is tied to my space relevancy. (laughs) I need this. I need need it bad. I need this more than the world. I'll go get you that famous Amos cookie right now. All right? Yo, you want extra milk? I'll grab an extra milk. (laughs) With that, actually, before we get to the next next, uh, question, famous Seamus, the most famous Seamus I've ever met actually does write in. So the PlayStation Plus games were announced, Fall Guys and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. What are your thoughts on this month's lineup? I actually think this is a really good lineup. And depending on how Fall Guys does, I think this might be one of their bigger ones. I agree. And I think it's a smart choice to have two completely different games Mm -hmm. to to bring in a wide version or wide uh, group of gamers in to be like, hey, if you're missing out on PS Plus... You get, I I don't remember the campaign of Modern Warfare 2, but, like, a historic campaign in first-person shooters, as well as, like, this unique multiplayer, beautiful, beautiful, cute thing. Like, yeah. You get get death and and destruction and world war. You already get that enough here. And then, like, you can have this colorful, beautiful little kitty game. It's going to be great. Like, I love it. Also, is that a Simba shirt? That's Simba, right? Uh, this is a Lion King based shirt, but if you've you played remake, mm-hmm. it's Red Thirteen. Oh, Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, so yeah. All right, I was gonna give it a compliment, but now I don't know. Wow. Only kidding. I loved Red Thirteen. Well, okay, I was about to say, <laughs> Kyle. Let's talk about the last story on the list. This is actually yeah. technically the breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah, breaking news. Uh, Matt Perslow from IGN writes: Marvel's Avengers beta date. Wait beta details revealed mm-hmm. heroes mission types and progression square enix and crystal dynamics have revealed new details about the upcoming marvel's avengers beta including what mission types and characters will be available to play and how progress will be offered the beta which takes place throughout august will contain four heroes iron man hulk black widow and miss marvel these can all be played in the co-op segments of the beta, but you'll actually be able to get a taste of Thor and a Captain America too as the beta opens on the Golden Gate Bridge prologue mission, as seen at E3 and Gamescom in 2019. 
After the 25-minute prologue, you'll have access to the War Table, and will be able to play through two single-player missions, featuring Hulk and Miss Marvel. The first sees them travel to the Pacific Northwest in search of the Olympia Archive and Jarvis, mm. while the second relocates them to Russia to uncover S.H.I.E.L.D. secrets hidden deep underground. One of these missions also includes a boss fight with Abomination. After completing the single-player content, the beta opens up and allows players to tackle a variety of other activities in co-op, or solo with AI if preferred. These are split into three mission types, Harm Rooms, War Zones, and Drop Zones. Depending on the activity, these can take between 10 minutes and 2 hours. Hmm. War Zones are the dungeon-like missions of Marvel's Avengers, and there are five available to play in the beta. The individual locations and objectives were not revealed as part of the War Table stream, but we do know that you'll face both robotic and human foes. War Zones also include bunkers that contain loot and collectible comics, and players must solve puzzles to get inside. Hmm. Finally, the beta will also feature an unspecified amount of drop zones, which are among the game's shorter, most focused mission types. So, we saw this uh, War Table stream just an hour ago as of recording, uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts on Marvel Avengers now that we got to see even more gameplay? Like, during when they were talking, that's all they were showing. They were showing people's reactions to the uh, the original War Table. What yeah. were your thoughts walking out? Like, I know you were you were hyped for this game walking yeah. in, right? But now, where are you after seeing this War Zone? Yeah, or War Table? before this one, I think collectively amongst everybody that does video game stuff, I'm on the higher end of being hyper than mm-hmm. most. Um, walking away from this, I was even more hype. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to see from this war table, I got. I wanted to see more varied locations and environments and ways to make it look visually fresh. And I definitely got that. I saw some cool tag team moves that were going on. Mm-hmm. I like. I liked what they were putting down. Yeah, I like. I th- I don't know what I I can't really name it. Like, oh, that was the part. I think the closest was seeing Iron Man's ultimate ability, which is yeah. the, the, Hulk the Hulkbuster Buster. suit, which was just like, all right, I'm a I'm in. But the action just seemed, it just seemed a lot a, a, a lot better than what we've seen. It in the seemed animations. better than the Thor stuff. Yeah, a lot better. Maybe just like it comes down to. Yeah, maybe just Thor isn't the, the type of gameplay I want. Like, seeing Hulk and mm. seeing uh, Camilla, like, kick ass yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And then at the very end, we t- they teased uh, Hawkeye, which seems like that's right up my alley because I love a good bow and arrow. Absolutely, yeah. And, and so, like, there was just something about this that spoke to me a lot more where, like, yesterday I put out, like, the top four games that I'm... Uh, excited to play this holiday and i forgot about avengers and you know like luke was just like yo dude what's you forgot this game <laughs> yeah but i you know for me it's just it, it, it i i was i think with everybody else kind of lower on the spectrum like i don't really i'm gonna buy it because it's avengers and i love superheroes but mm-hmm. i you know this it's a seven ass game but now seeing it this looks a lot more promising and seeing what's yeah. in the beta alone it there's just tons. it's a lot I'm a little, I won't lie, I'm a little disappointed that Mm -hmm. I have to play through the Golden Gate Bridge section again that I did at Comic-Con last year. Okay. Um, In in another way, though, like, it'll be good to play to see how it compared to what I played last year, Mm. to see if everything feels approved. Uh, Specifically, Iron Man flying, I didn't really like it 
at Comic-Con. So I'm hoping that's a little bit tighter. Right. And it did look like yeah. Iron Man's flying straight out of uh, Anthem, which I that was the only part mm. of Anthem I liked. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the the one detail in here that has me extremely excited as a mostly solo player person mm-hmm. was they confirmed that if you play co-op and whatever and you're 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 or or solo missions by yourself, um your co-op heroes that come along with you, controlled by the AI, or are your versions of these characters. Yes. So like, it's not like I've if I'm going in playing as Hulk on a Hulk mission, mm-hmm. and Miss Marvel is with me. It's not some generic Miss Marvel that doesn't have that super cool ability that I unlocked that took hours to get. It it is my Miss Marvel. Yeah, it she'll is, play the my way. Iron Man by my side. Like yeah. it, that is so cool, and yeah. I love that detail. Yeah, and I th- I think it's a little detail that goes a long way because not only are they playing the way that you've set them to, but they also look the the way you want yes. them to. So you can have the 1930s Hulk, the Mafia Hulk. You can yes. have that. You know, like the 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 different like black and gold the Miss, armor the Miss Marvel with the fast food drink just yeah sipping. like yeah. that is that's <laughs> super cool so it looks like maybe that was what it is it, it added a little bit more personality to to this game that I think mm-hmm. definitely benefited where yeah. you get to make your experience and play mm-hmm. the way you want because you can play with your friends yeah. or play solo you know? so many uh, another thing this war table did great was show off all the different looks. That your heroes can have. Yeah. Like, I, I think I counted in my head Black Widow, I think, had six different costumes mm-hmm. during this one war table, which was, like, what, 15, 20 minutes long? Yeah. yeah. And, like, seeing the, the differences, and they're really emphasizing your heroes the way you want them. And I'm all for that. Yeah. It looks great. It, I cannot wait for next Friday to, to for the beta. And then it's like three weeks, I think, we get to play yeah. in the beta world before release. And yeah. then the game's out. Like, hell yeah. Okay, so next week as well. So we got the 6th on <laughs> We Thursday. did promise this already. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. we were going to stream together. Yeah, so. yeah. So Friday the 7th, maybe like in the afternoon. You think that that do like afternoon it, like, would work? Like noon, one. We'll we'll work on the time on yeah. that one. We'll work we'll on both times. Make sure you're following us. PS Trophy Room. Uh, make sure you're in the Casade Babbit Discord server. Um, mm. And yeah, to get all the them details. Can't wait to see y'all. But yeah, Kyle, when this game comes out, comes out for realsies. I really walked away going, okay, I think this is my games of service game. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that means we're gonna be playing with each other on the reg. I would like to. Okay. You hear that here, folks? He's making a promise. <laughs> He's making a promise. Okay. With that, any last any last thoughts on Marvel's Avengers? We're coming out. We're super hyped for it. Uh, not a last thought. I have a question, though. Ooh, okay. At the end of that, they showcase Hawkeye yeah. as a hero. Yeah. But then they had three mysterious slots still available for what we guess is year one of Avengers. Which, by the way, in mm-hmm. case you're haven't heard of our coverage on the game or the coverage in general all additional heroes are free at cost no additional purchases necessary you're gonna get all the new heroes when they come out yeah, and new so content, there's yeah and new content yeah there's were three empty slots for heroes who do you want to take that three slots up so is does hawkeye count as one of those three? hawkeye is the fourth of, out of the four that were there okay so there's three i definitely think we're gonna get a spider-man because okay. i want it and i think that's gonna be a playstation exclusive thing or at least okay. a suit and it's gonna be a controversy but i don't care um <laughs> suck it. 
I think the next that would be cool, and I think I don't think maybe even actually. I'm looking at it. It's an awfully white list, right? Camilla is the only person of color there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's put Black Panther in there. That was one of mine. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so we got okay. So we got Black Panther, Spider Man. Who else would I want to see? I don't know. Uh, name off some of yours before I, I go. All right. On well, Black Panther for sure. Mm-hmm. That would be my, my top pick. Uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. would be number two. And then I'm going out of left field here. Okay. Give me that schnick schnick, baby. Wolverine. Oh. Because they're back in the family. Yeah. Either was, that or yeah. Mr. Fantastic. Papa would love that. Yeah. See, I was thinking Wolverine, but I'm like, is it? Do we already branch off? You know what I mean? Like from the from the basic I line get of heroes. Yeah. But yeah, that would be super cool. <laughs> I mean, Doctor Strange is another one that Do- would be cool too. I, and I think that would give another ranged character or more like magic uh, ability character. Can you imagine a multiverse world that you can go in? For missions and stuff? You got me on Doctor Strange, I'm in. <laughs> and I just, while thinking of the characters, thought of a comparison as to why I'm so hyped for this. What's that? This is a huge leap of what... Uh, oh, God, it just left me. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Think. The... You have this. No pressure. <sighs> Take all the time you need. No, it's gone. <laughs> no. The it was just, the third one was just on Switch. The third uh, oh uh, Ultimate Alliance. Thank you. you this go. is the next version of Ultimate Alliance okay. from my PS2 days. Okay, like this seems like such a cool new version of that game. Yeah, everyone's heroes are different. There's levels you unlock abilities. Yeah, God Ultimate Alliance, such a good game. Why couldn't I not think of that? I was thinking X Men Legends. Like, no, that's the X Men version. <laughs> but what is the that's Marvel clearly version? not as good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, we got to the last segment. All right, round of applause. It's been a good week here on the PlayStation Trophy. Or sorry, Trophy a PlayStation Podcast. Okay. Now we get to my favorite segment. God, Andrew, can you imagine Hassel. if we're officially endorsed by PlayStation and we become PlayStation's <laughs> the trophy room? Yeah, I know, right? Just saying PlayStation's trophy room. Uh. Andrew House's snail mail. Now, you know, each and every week, you can send your questions into the show via Twitter at PS Trophy Room, via the Casa de Babbit Discord server. I let everybody know last night, hey, listen, we're recording a little earlier midday because I'll be on the Xbox Empire and I'll be invading. I'll be actually invading. It's going to be yes. pretty nuts. Uh, we're going to get claim some land for good old, you know, Herman Holst. Anyway. Make sure you wear the ghost mask. Oh, I have it behind me. That's why I have it. You know, there you go. <laughs> my foes will never see me coming. Uh, or you can, you know, just pen a letter to Andrew House. I'll skip on over there. Maybe I'll swim. Who knows? Maybe I'll fly. You can flap your arms fast enough. You'll gain some type of levitation. I go over there. I steal his mail. Sling ring over? Yeah. Like Dr. Strange? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on your left, Andy. What? <laughs> and I just snatched the mail. <laughs> Uh, and let me tell you guys something. I know it's going to be a good week when we get questions like this. It's go. Uh, it's always going to be a good week when there's questions for the topics at hand as well. It's always kind of making the show ours and not just mine. That's how I, I always like to think of it. So thank you all for the amazing questions this week. The first question comes from, oh, it's just Ray. He asks, how terrible 
are Gabe Newell's recent comments. Angry face. Did you see this, Kyle? Did you see the so, about this? I, I, I see the picture of just the back of his head, <laughs> like sitting at the table. And yeah. didn't he say like Xbox Series X is the, the thing he thinks is better than everything else yeah and 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 if he had to pick a console the, sure i think he was on like some type of like bullshit like <laughs> like sinclair owned news network so he's just like yeah if i had to pick it's gonna be you know xbox is more powerful this that the other thing um sure shut up dave <laughs> <laughs> if you know what's good for you game go make half-life <laughs> 3 and portal 3 and left for dead 3 what are you doing exactly right make a third game Talk Gabe. so much shit, but you can't make a... You're scared of the number three? Honestly. Hey, how'd those Steam boxes go, Gabe? Yeah. How'd those go? How, how did the Steam controller do, huh? You st- stupid dummy. <laughs> I bet you those same controllers that were in stock when I worked at GameStop are still sitting in that back room. Uh, dude, they sold them for five bucks. Steam Link? And sold really? that for five bucks? Yeah. Oh, honestly, I don't. I don't care. Like they didn't. Upset. No, I don't care either. I though it's hilarious to see so many people like <laughs> visibly upset. I'm like, dude, this is the guy that like, you know, crapped on PS3, and then three years later, you saw him on the stage praising, you know, yeah, and bringing Steam to PS3. You yeah, saw him we got the one. orange box. Yeah, so like it. It doesn't matter what he says. I mean, it's whatever. That's I am I not. Yeah, I'm not affected in any way by Gabe Newell's yeah. comments. But for you, Ray, I'll say that he's a meanie weenie, and he's not invited <laughs> to our to our uh, little community game nights. That's right. No. He was going to be in our Fall Guys stream. Nuh-uh. He's uninvited. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just me, you, Ray, and Gabe playing <laughs> Fall Guys, and then we each just go around Gabe and just grab him and hold him back so he can't compete. <laughs> The whole game. Oh, oh. Ray, Ray keeps pushing me. Joe, can you tell it's not Ray? Fair. Oh, can someone get me a diet? I'm gonna go play an Xbox Series X. It's yeah. Not fair. Yeah, I hate this game. It's not fair. It's, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. That's how it talks. <laughs> oh man! With that, let's get to the next question. Gavs Goaty writes in. Final. Uh, sorry. Finally, thought of a question. Hey, Gav, take your time. Don't hey, worry. Don't yeah, rush it. You know. Don't rush it. Get off thinking the hurts sometimes. Yeah. Like, take your oh, God, yourself. thinking so hard. I hate doing it. Yeah. What is the most fun and or most rewarding trophy you've ever gotten? For me, I'm going with Ratchet and Clank on PS4 for most fun. And uh, most rewarding would probably go to Arkham Knight. Arkham yeah. Knight, good on you, dude, because those Riddler trophies, right? That's a, Those yeah. are the worst type of trophies, if I could be real with you. Yeah, I mean, I also have the Arkham Knight Platinum, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, those trophies, sometimes the Riddler trophy things are sometimes really hard. Especially, I think Arkham Knight had the do every single combat move in one combo. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember sitting down here with the TV where it is behind me now with a list, like a loose leaf paper on the side of the TV plaster on the wall with the steps of the combo of what moves I had to hit in in an order. And I would erase it and rewrite a new order until I got into that flow. So, like, that was... That took me a long time. So that one is a good one to to point out. Uh, For me, most rewarding is Bloodborne because it's it's my game. Right? Uh, Even, like, and going for, like, years knowing I can do it, but just not going for it for some reason, or just making one mistake along the way and going, ah, I'll just get the ending I want. But yeah. um, 
to me, Bloodborne's my most rewarding, most fun. I'm going to say it. Ghost of Tsushima's Platinum is just a lot of fun. It's like, go out there, do do cool shit. All right? Awesome. Yeah. It's just like, clear the map. It's, it's such an easy Platinum to get. Um, and at the same exact time, you're having fun with it as well. So I say for me, Ghost of Tsushima, because there was never a part where going... Because like, you, you get to a part in the trophy list, you're like, oh, that's the one I'm going to dread. Yeah, that one's, yeah. mm-hmm. one's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Never never that with Ghost. So. Yeah. yeah I, I think the most fun for me... Because mm-hmm. this year I've been on a streak of like really rewarding Platinum so far. Um but most fun for me, I think, would have to be The Lost Legacy. I think was the last one I had a real fun time with. Yes, mm. you have the crushing difficulty thing, but it's still... It's not bad Like if you enable the cheats and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Thank God you can enable those cheats. Yeah. Also, shout most, out to The Last of Us Part 2 uh, trophy yes. list for not being awful. Oh, man. It's fantastic. Thank God. Speaking of Last of Us, yeah. my most rewarding is the first one. Yeah. That I got before part two came out. Not even just the platinum. Like I 100%ed that. I did grounded and grounded plus back to back. That was the most rewarding platinum I've ever popped. Beating Resogun's platinum. Because that one was hard too. It took me a long time. And just knowing you have to go through that emotional journey again. Did you like skip the trophy? Like or skip the cutscenes when you got the. I'm grounded plus. Yeah, I did. I watched the ones that I wanted to watch rewatch again. Same. Yeah. But yeah. Marcus O'Neill writes in, what makes the perfect open world game for you? Babbitt actually addressed this on a little, uh, addressed this a little in his recent appearance on Why Are You a Gamer? Go listen if you haven't already. Thank you, Marcus, for putting that plug hey. in, you know, and I didn't even know I how ha- to do that. Yeah. I have an episode on that show too, so go check out both of ours. Bam. Done and done. I have always thought that open world games were my jam, but had somewhat of an epiphany last week. While some of my favorites this generation have been indeed or indeed been open world, Red Dead 2, Spider-Man, Horizon, Witcher 3, even even more leave me with a meh feeling. Jedi Fallen Order, Far Cry 5, AC Odyssey, oh. sorry Joe. Far Cry 5? <laughs> Are you a time traveler, Marcus? <laughs> oh, right, he means... He means <laughs> no, four? Four. Is it? No, 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 he's right, because Far Cry 6 is the, the latest one. Oh my god, you're right. Uh, yeah. You're right. Dying Light, yeah. Infamous Second Son, none of these games were objectively bad, I've been trying to figure out what made me connect strongly with some of them, but not others. Upon my reflection, I need a really compelling main narrative, fun and engaging traversal, and there can't be too many essential quote unquote side quests. If there, if any, or some uh, of these criteria aren't met, I find I find I get burnt out trying to do everything. So that's my perfect open world game. What makes the perfect open world game for you? Kyle, I'm going to go for you first on this one. What's the perfect open world game? Man. I'm going to try not to stay in the moment because Ghost is pretty is pretty damn near perfect. Yeah. But you brought up a good one in your favorites of this past generation. Horizon is up there yeah. for me as like a perfect open world. Mm-hmm. Um, a 100% could be done better when it comes to the side quests because the things that bog me down in open world games when it comes to side quests is where the side quests all just start feeling the same. Yes, and I You're think doing Ghost the same ha- thing. Oh, does that as well a little bit as well. 
Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But there's still, like, different things that you're finding in the world. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I think Horizon is up there as it comes to open worlds. Um, Days Gone had a lot of potential, but a lot of that side quest stuff felt samey. Yeah, and I think what you, I think to, to hit what I think you're you're alluding to is like, yeah, side quests can't be, you know, I'm not gonna fetch eh. everything every single time. Not just like a fetch quest, but like they have to put meaning behind it. So yeah. talking about Witcher Three, why that game? I, so let's start first. The open world has to feel lived in. And yes. how you make it feel lived in is you have to have compelling stories in that world that are fleshed out. So when you talk about Witcher 3, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of side quests, but there's, there's not too many of them. Where you get to some open world games like, you know, uh, Days Gone, where you're just like, okay, this the map's covered, and it just feels a little bit overwhelming. Where you get to a game like Witcher 3... Uh-huh. And you have this like personal story attached to the quests. Even if you're fetching something, you feel like there's there's a sense of importance to that because the characters you're interacting yeah. are so interesting. I would I would even go as far to say that while I love Spider Man, a lot of that stuff in that open world was just the same thing on repeat. Yeah, um, which kind of hurt my. Now that I'm looking back on it, like that. Is not a, a good way of doing it. Right. Um, but yeah, Witcher 3, I think it's going to be hard for any game that is not developed by somebody that's not Cyber or CD Projekt Red yeah. to to nail it as perfectly as they do. And I and I think like the ones that that you list here, Marcus, they're all great for their own unique reason. Like, yes. first off, they all f- feel lived in. But like when you talk about Witcher Three, it's the stories that really compel you to that world. Yeah. When you take a look at uh, Red Dead Two, it's the randomness of that world. The 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 along the way sidetracks, right? Like like when I was during the night riding my horse in Red Dead Two, one of the coolest things I saw was in the in in the forest a light, and I walked closer to that light. It was a burning cross. It was a Ku Klux Klan meeting. And ironically, they were totally fine to wear those masks. They breathe perfectly well until I just started shooting all of them. Because that's how you yeah. deal with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's cool. Because I was like, holy shit, I got to kill outright racists <laughs> in a forest. And then, like, and then right after I was done there, and I got attacked by an alligator. Like, there was always something to, to do, whether it was on purpose or not. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then when you get to like Horizon and, and Spider Man, those are really cathartic clearing out those maps. Like the things to do when it comes to Spider Man, though, like you're always chasing a goddamn pigeon, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, you get stopped by stopping criminals, but you're also doing things that involve traversal, which that game is so great at. And Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah, you get those side missions that are kind of F, but there's always a big beast in your way that you need to mm-hmm. fight. So I think you named really good open world games i would say a step further and i know i'm getting ahead of myself i'm sorry but like ghost does that too they yeah. give me for the most part storylines i care about not done as well as witcher 3 because again witcher 3 is just on that level but like they give me side things just get me sidetracked where, where it's a fox den or a bird that's leading me to somewhere or a mongrel mm-hmm. camp or a bunch of bandits to fight like they give me a mixture of all that while looking super pretty so like that's what really makes a, a terrific open world. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other open world games that have really that have really fully on enjoyed. 
that isn't just an Assassin's Creed because yeah. Assassin's Creed is. You know what? Watch Dogs Two is pretty great. Yeah, that's a pretty great open world and very uh, well put together San Francisco. Yeah, uh, like it is. It is like really well done. The amount of detail and stuff that they put into that. So, I, I movie's another one when it comes to open world and realizing the world. Mm-hmm. I think they're top tier. Uh, yeah, just like treating their employees not so much. When it no. comes to AC Odyssey, though, I do get you there. That world is a little bit like too big. Like there's too a little big. bit too much going on, and you could get a little lost or overwhelmed. So I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a terrific open world. You got to make it lived in. How do you do that? It's like quest design, it, uh, you know, storytelling. Yeah. Um, if if I go save somebody when I come back to town, I want them to notice me. Yeah. I want to see them walk around town. Like I, it, I, I think that's again Witcher Three next level mm-hmm. from the my small time with Witcher Three. Yeah, it's still like that stuff is awesome. And also, like the scripting has to be there. What you what you just said, like when a character you walk by a character you just helped, they should be like, "Oh shit, that's Jin's a Sakai." Holy yeah. crap! Like yeah. yeah, like it shouldn't be like like you could walk past the same camp sometimes and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like they don't have another line for you. You know, either that or then they're just gone. Yeah, like you don't see that character model ever again. Yeah, Nathan writes in. I'm sitting on a, uh, on a restaurant patio having dinner. Hopefully, socially distancing. I trust you, Hopefully. Nathan. Uh, moves like Jagger is on. <laughs> Which PlayStation mascot has the moves like Jagger? Should there be a dance off? Are we off base in waiting for a PlayStation? All-Stars, Battle Royale, but really, it should be asking for a PlayStation <laughs> Dance All-Stars. <laughs> that would be really cool. Like, uh, Kyle, what was that name that came back in the day? Busta, Busta Move? Busta Groove? Busta Groove. That you didn't need the dance pad for, but you had to uh, time it on the, on the D-pad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Parappa comes to mind. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Nathan Drake. I was also thinking Nathan Drake because of the gif, uh, right? <laughs> the, the gif, yeah, and like in the multiplayer on Uncharted Four, there's a bunch of dance moves of him like twerking and whatnot. Um, yeah. I think so, but I think a sneaky pick. Mm-hmm. I think as serious as he is all the time, I think Kratos can get down. No, I was thinking Kratos is like uh, what's his I face? think he's a really really good crumper. Really. Yeah, because when I, when I think of uh, Kratos, I think of Drax and like the line where he met his <laughs> wife. She's like, "They were dancing in the in the in the middle of town, and she didn't move an inch." That's when I knew <laughs> I loved her. Something along those lines. <laughs> I can picture that. It's like being stoic as possible. He's the guy in the corner yeah. not dancing. And he doesn't yeah. even want to be there. You know, uh, famous Seamus. Sackboy right too. Ooh, Sackboy. Right? Sackboy. Okay, I could get down on Sackboy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he'd be like happy and jolly. It'd be cute. Yeah. I'd be digging that. Yeah. Famous Seamus ends the show with this question Xbox recently had a special event, not just the showcase, where they released demos that were originally going to be shown at conventions. But, well, you know what happened. Yeah, I know. My question is, do you think PlayStation should do a similar event like Microsoft, and what games would you like to see at this event? Of course, PlayStation games. Uh, but more than that, what type of 
hey, would you like to see this event, Kyle? And what type of games would you like to see? Of course, being on a PlayStation platform. Uh, absolutely. I think they should, and I think they will. Um, now that Shu is in charge of indies, I think absolutely we'll see this down the line. Um, what kind of games? I want to see a decent amount of every kind of genre. Mm. Like, I, I played a bunch of the Xbox demos that were on the Summer Game Fest during that week, and there was a thing for everybody. Mm. There were RPGs, there were retro skateboarding games there were uh cool um endless runner type things like do you remember that game race the sun no okay race the sun is like you're in this little ship and you're just things scrolling by and you have to get as far as you can for a high score okay there's things like that there were platformers multiplayer games there was every single type of thing that they had there so like yeah i think this is the 100 thing playstation should do i think it's a smart thing to do I just don't know when that would be. Yeah. I think it has to be after COVID time. And I do think mm-hmm. when, whenever, you know, the Azure server deal goes through where they have a more robust uh, infrastructure to handle something like that, because though yeah. I believe Xbox can do it, that is something that I, I do give a little stick uh, or like, like cross where PlayStation Network still it isn't as good as Xbox Live in certain aspects. I do think that's one of them where, you know, we couldn't change our name for three years. So how do, how are they going to magically, you know, evaporate demos off your console? You know what I mean? So that's something that they would have to take in or to consider. But I definitely think these type of demos are and events are here to stay. And I do hope that we see, yeah, like a, a, a wide variety of games that we're able to check out, try out. And I think indie devs would love that. They would love yeah. that spotlight, that type of curation for them as well. So excellent question, Famous. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. PlayStation should, and I probably think will do this. You think around Game Awards? No, I'm thinking like a year out. I'm thinking like a year out. They're gonna they're gonna start doing things once once she was able to get those initiatives out there and get the ball ro- rolling and you know get the infrastructure in line that they can start doing things like that. I think it's gonna so take kind a, of like a couple of months. D- didn't they have yeah. like a like a uh, PlayStation mobile that was driving across the country? Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking I'm no, thinking but like the, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'm also thinking of that post pre you know, COVID world where like I'm a still afraid to go to a bus with strangers and touch controllers, you know? I got it. Yeah. It'd be cool if they like if we're never getting a PlayStation experience again. Mm-hmm. Like every three months you do a PlayStation experience and just throw demos that people can download and play for a week. I mean, how cool would that be if they just rebrand it and it's a digital event where they showcase yeah. indies? Yeah. You know, it'd be like, hey, gang, we're having this event. It's purely for indies. And all mm-hmm. these games we're able to play right now via this demo system that we got. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be great. With that, gang, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Before we leave, I do want to give uh, one shout out to a viewer that <gasps> it disappeared. <gasps> oh, no. iTunes, you suck. Why does iTunes literally is garbage? Why do we oh, have to review? use it as a metric? Hold on. I'm, I'm searching. You know, it's, uh, Apple, you're on notice. You know what? Steve Jobs, you're on notice. Oh, while, while you're trying to find it, because uh-huh. I know what you're leading up to. Yeah. We, we, we have a thing to throw down for you out there. <gasps> okay? Okay. 
if you haven't already on iTunes, you know what you should do? Mm. You should leave us a five star review. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now okay. why you need to do that. Do it. PS five is coming this year, mm-hmm. apparently. That's what they say. What it does, if you can get us to the magical three not yeah, three digit number, one hundred reviews, five star reviews. Myself and Joe, mm-hmm. your first PS5 game will be on us. Ooh. We we will pay for your first PS5 game when you pick up a PS5 later this year. If and only if you'll get us to our 100 five-star reviews. How will that happen? Mm-hmm. If you tweet at us a snapshot of your five-star review or DM us from here on out, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. will be automatically entered. Yeah. So whenever that PS5 comes out, you you will get it. Yeah. And once we hit that no, number one hundred, we will pick a winner. And and real talk because uh, iTunes now we, we don't call it iTunes anymore. <laughs> so Apple Kids, it's Apple oh, Podcasts. Yeah. There you go. Now, right? Yeah. So now that they switched over to Apple Podcasts, what we usually were able to do to check is I would check the the places that we get the most traffic from. So U.S., U.K., Canada. Um, Australia, Netherlands. What up, Netherlands? Serbia. Um, Aren't we number one in Serbia? We are the number one PlayStation or just podcast, fairly, in Serbia. (laughs) So, yeah, what we usually do is we take a look at those reviews that come in. But now it it just locks us into uh, the great U.S. of A. So... The wall is on, is on us here. So please, if, if you're from the UK, if you're from Canada, tweet us your review. We get that counted in the system. If you've already reviewed before as well, you're automatically entered. So once we hit that magical 100, we'll announce the winner. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of do a little RNG. We'll scramble it up for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. We'll pick the winner. Then we'll give you about two weeks to go in and claim uh, claim your reward, DM us, and yeah, we'll give you your first PlayStation Five game. With that, our seventy first review on the North or not North American on the Great US of A iTunes or sorry Apple Podcast review comes from Jose. What up? Another Joe here. I like it. I love it a lot. I absolutely love Joe's various character voices. By God, thank you very much. And the two's discussions of gaming. If you love gaming, PlayStationing, laughing, and overall good time, then in caps lock, this is the podcast for you. Smiley face with glasses. Nice. Thank you so much, man. That means thank that you. means the world. And again, go over Apple Podcasts, wherever you can, rate us five stars. It really does help us out. It helps uh, shine a light on this podcast so that we get more awesome people to view us and we build this big, beautiful family that we call home over here at the Trophy Room. With that, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to plug before we get on out of here? As always, I'd like to plug myself. It's usually pimp. (laughs) Plug myself sounds odd. Uh, Ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN. Um, something that myself and Joe really enjoy is when you send us friend requests with a little caption like, hey, heard you on Trophy Room, we'd love the show. That warms both our hearts tremendously, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as hit up kindanyc.com for all the other stuff that I do, including Dollar Slice and Platform Agnostic, our other gaming show. And we just got our custom URL, youtube.com slash kindanyc. There you go. So thank you for that. And yeah, seriously, all the messages. I'm sorry it gets so late because, like, usually I don't chuck the messages whatsoever. You know, like, that's just, I just yeah. ignore it. I just, uh, 
I I'm I don't know. I'm just weird. And so you know, yesterday or, or as of recording, like a day or two ago, I just checked our friend requests and just seeing like the outpour of like love and everything. Man, that's awesome. Seeing that is awesome. Uh, so yeah. like, I, of course, I've got to add you. Now, is it slowing my PlayStation down? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. With that, you can find me, and you can find this show over at youtube.com slash badbitgames, and you can find the show as well on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate us five stars. Please, I need the validation. It's kind of like MySpace, all right? Please oh, get yes. us to the top eight. I will do yeah. anything, okay? What do you want me to do? I'll do it. <laughs> uh, Google Play, Spotify is the big one. Uh, find us there. Again, go ahead, listen, download it, and all that. It really does help us out. As we're growing, uh, we want to grow smart. We want to bring awesome people with us. Again, also, please check out PS Trophy Room on Twitter, Mr. Badbit on Twitter. Get up to date with all the Trophy Room stuff and our community game nights next week. Again, everyone, thank you all so much. Keep your wits about you. Thank you, Jose, for the review. And keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation.